Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today we're going to talk about why do we say yes to things we want to say no to. This came up, you know, I've, I've talked so many times about my men's group, Anda, and one of the members talked about how they said yes to something at work and yes to something in their relationship that they wanted to say no to. And immediately when he said it, I felt that. I've said yes to so many things in my relationships, in my work, where I want to say no. I want to be like, hell no. I want to be like, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? Do you not see everything else I have on my plate? Do you not recognize how much that's going to cost me? Like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, and to this day, I'm 47, and I understand the pain that it causes me to say yes to things that I want to say no to, and yet I still find myself doing it. So what, what does it, what's the cost Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about what happens to us when we say yes to the thing we want to say no to. We're going to talk about why we do it. And then we're going to talk about how to, how to overcome that, like how to stop doing that. How do we stop doing that? All right. So first, when we say yes to a thing that we want to say no to, it increases our stress levels. Okay. All it does is it elevates our cortisol levels and the, because like the additional responsibilities, the time constraints, all that can overwhelm us and lead us to more chronic stress and negatively impact our mental health. Uh, Michelle's mom asked me if I want to go to a trip somewhere and initially I said no because I was anticipating the amount of stress this trip would uh, take uh, financially and physically. However, I will say that after a more extended conversation and feeling seen and heard, now I'm like, a hell yeah. Now I'm all in. Now that they understand my perspective, I understand more of their perspective. Now there's a bigger buy-in and it has reduced the stress. Um, so I would say that for you of like, if you're stressed out about something, when you're stressed, that it's a sign typically to share, to, to be more honest, to uh, zoom out more on what's causing you, what's specifically causing you stress. Is it the time constraint? Is it a financial impact, et cetera, et cetera? The other cost to us of saying yes to the thing we want to say no to is we end up with resentment and frustration. I'm going to say that again, resentment and frustration. Because continually agreeing to things you'd rather not do can breed both of those, and these negative emotions can build up over time and strain the relationship, both personal and professional, which is ironic because a lot of times we say yes instead of saying no, because we want to maintain the relationship. We don't want to lose it. 
We don't want to lose the professional relationship or the business. We don't want to lose our interpersonal or our private relationships. And so we say yes. We go, well, uh, you know, maybe this person will like me more. Or, or we think, oh, if I do something for them now, they'll do something for me later, right? But nine times out of ten, they don't pay you back. They, and if they do, they don't like they don't pay you back in a way that you imagine that was equal to what you did. It's like you helped them move their entire house and then they helped you move a box, <laughs> right? Like it, it, it never equals out. So we end up with resentment and frustration, right? Because then we start thinking, look at everything I've done for you. Uh, you know how much it cost me, how much time it took. I didn't even really want to do it. And, and, and then that just builds up. And then you're, you're waking up in the middle of the night in a, in a cold sweat with your hands in a fist. No bueno. And then, of course, like you got to get some cake, right? This cake makes everything better, baby. Um, and then the other thing that happens to us is burnout. Because we end up overcommitting, constantly saying yes and we don't put any boundaries on what our energy levels are. We just go, I can do it. I can, yeah, I can do that. And that, and that burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and physical exhaustion, right? Which happens because of a prolonged exposure to excessive demand. So we just keep saying yes. At no point do we say no or take any time for ourselves. And this can lead to feelings of detachment cynicism and reduced effectiveness now that cynicism is really key because cynicism is like the world's out to get me nobody has my back no one cares about me we get into this all or nothing black and white thinking no one no one no one i'm the only one doing this no one cares about me etc cetera, etc cetera. and we get detached like well it seems like everybody is out for themselves so i might as well be out for mine and i don't really care when really we do care. That's why we keep saying yes. But then we say yes so many times, we, we tell ourselves we don't care, right? That is burnout. The other cost to us of saying yes to everything is it impairs our mental well-being. When we constantly prioritize others' needs over our own, it could result in us neglecting our workouts, our diet, our sleep, our relationships, connecting and bonding with others. Um, one of the reasons why I said yes to this trip is because I just get, I you know I think about work, and for me it pains me to think about missing work, um, not just from the financial side, but because I'm like I got to say yes to everything work related. So as a result of that type of thinking, I say no to things that are personal. I'm like, ah, the personal people will always be there for me. But my work, it may not always be there. Things can dry up. There could be another pandemic. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. If work were a person and I'm making all these, I'm saying yes to everything, I'm going to end up resenting my work. I'm going to end up burnt out. I'm going to end up compromising my well-being because uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking time to sleep or relax or go on vacation, right? That's how I looked at this trip that uh, Michelle's mom, I was like, I deserve a vacation. I deserve this vacation at this time. Um, and so to allow myself that, especially 
when I look back over all the years, decades, the time and energy spent into not taking vacations. One, because I couldn't afford it. Um, and and two, I was just like, work, 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 work. And I'm like, no, I, I need to live. I need to let the work breathe. And I also need to trust that other people can fill in the gaps and that when I return, there will still be work for me to do, right? The My world will not collapse. Um, and then the fifth cost to us is, we talked about a little bit about this already, is uh, anxiety and overwhelm. Because, you know, we feel ob- that, you know, feeling obligated to say yes to everything can trigger so much anxiety because it makes us feel like we're not in, we don't have agency or autonomy. It's like if someone calls me in the middle of the night, middle of the day, middle of when I'm working on something, I have to say yes, yes, yes. Instead of putting up boundaries like no, that does not work for me right now, or get to, get back to me three months later. I have a friend right now who wants me to mentor her, and I'm like, I have to think about my time and my energy because I really want to say yes. I, I love and I'm honored that uh, someone is asking me to mentor them, but I also have to be aware of what that cost to me is going to be as a person and my energy and um, and my relationships, right? So figuring out if I do say yes, what are the boundaries on my yes? Instead of just giving a blanket, yes, I'll do it, to be like, I can do it um, if you're comfortable with us meeting uh, once a week, 20 minutes, blah, blah, blah. I can handle that. So if we do say yes, don't just give a blanketed yes. Give a yes with contingencies. Give a yes with uh, conditions that you feel is sustainable so that you can still take care of yourself instead of focusing just on the other person. Um which brings us to number the sixth impact is on our sleep and rest, right? Because you, you may be saying yes to things, and now it's keeping you up at night because you got to keep your phone on, right? You're like, yeah, I'll do that thing. I'll be on call. What? And now that's impacting your sleep. You're not going to get into a deep sleep because you're going to be worried about the phone going off or the ping or the ding. And then even if you do cut your phone off, your body will just still be in that, fight flight mode of, of expecting the phone to ping and ding. Um, Cause I know even when I cut off my notifications on my phone or put on that, do not disturb, I find myself still checking. I check the phone even more because I'm like, Oh, it's on that. Somebody may have sent the message and I got, I got to check because I got my phone off. So it's ridiculous. I even have my phone off, but I just hate the sound of the ping dings. Uh, that the ping dings <laughs> that come from the, the cell phone. And then the last impact that it has is it strains our relationships. When we say yes to everything, then it could lead to our unmet expectations and, and strains the relationship, right? It, could, it spills over into like how we connect with ourselves, with our significant others, and it just affects how we understand ourselves and our significant others. So if, if we're saying yes to everything, then there are things that eventually are going to fall off, atrophy, and uh, feel or be neglected. So if we want to safeguard our mental health, it's important to establish 
clear boundaries, prioritize self-care, and communicate openly about our limitations. So let's talk about why we say yes. Like, let's get to the why of it all, because I think why is knowing the why is important. And when you hear your why say amen, be like, amen, that's, that's me right there. That's why I say yes. Um, the first reason why we might say yes, fear of disapproval or rejection. <gasps> is that you? That's me. That's me for sure. I don't want to be. Who wants rejection? Who wants to who wants to be told no um or like oh like or that we've disappointed someone like oh you know that whole I expected more from you. Ooh, that just hurts, right? So how do we like if we notice that in ourselves, that fear of of disapproval, especially like with your boss, they ask you to do something and then you say I I can't do that right now and they give you that that look like your your parents of just like disappoint. You're like, oh, that hurts, right? That's what we're really trying to avoid is that look. Um, how do we overcome that? We have to recognize that it's okay to prioritize our own needs and boundaries. Practice self-assertiveness and communicate what our needs and our limitations and our boundaries are in a polite but firm manner, right? So this goes back to don't just say no or don't just say yes. Say yes with boundaries. Say no with um, an understanding of the, the needs that you have. You're like, that doesn't work for me right now. It may be in three weeks. Um, we can circle back to this or ask me at that time. I really want to focus on what I'm doing right now. And it sounds like uh, what you're asking of me requires a lot of energy that I don't have. And I, I want to give 100% to everything that I do. So when we say no, reaffirm what our values are, right? That's an opportunity to say no and include our values. So people are reminded of why they asked us in the first place. Cause that's the thing you got to remind yourself of the fact that they asked you for something to do something to be means that they value you. And so when we say no, we have to remind them of, listen, that thing that you value in me, is part of the reason why I can't say no. I'm, I, yes, I'm a loyal person. I'm a hard worker. But the reason I'm able to work hard and be loyal is because I have to say no to things that may take away from that, right? So remind them of your value. Remind them of why they asked you uh, to do what you did. Um, and then the second uh, reason why we say yes to things we want to say no to is we have that desire to please other people, that, that need for approval to be liked, to get the thumbs up, the pat on the back, the, the, uh, the uh, attaboys kind of thing. I, I, need, I played football. I love getting a pat on the back. The coach will put stickers on our helmets. I love that. I love the little stickers on a helmet. Give me a sticker. Give me that. 100% with the smiley face. Oh, when you go to a, a restaurant, bar, and they bring you the bill, but they put a little smiley face on it, boom, you're getting that full 20%, all yours. Take that to the house, right? So how do we overcome that desire to please others? We have to understand that it's impossible to please everyone all the time. Focus on our own well-being and communicate once again openly about 
what your limitations are. We don't like to think of ourselves as having limitations. We like to think that we have this boundless amount of energy. Boundless? Like we have this boundless energy um, and we will never tire. We're we're infatigable. I think that's the word, right? Like we don't fatigue. We're just these robots. But even a robot needs to be plugged in or have the batteries recharged, right? So remind people, hey, I'm a human being. I need to sleep. I need to eat. I need to hang out. I need to laugh. I need to do nothing, right? Remind people about what your limitations are. You're a human being, okay? Third reason why we might say why or, or yes to something that we want to say no to is because we feel obligated or guilty. Oh, I have, I have a strong sense. Do it for your country, for your family, for your parents. What will your, what will your mom think? What will society or the club members, right? Even, it, even if it's real or perceived, we could feel guilty if we say no. Oh, that guilt. People play on the guilt. What will your parents say? You have it so good. How could you not take advantage of this? How could you say no to this amazing opportunity? This won't come around um, again. You should be so lucky to have this uh, presented to you, right? And so how do we, how do we combat that? How do we come back at that? We have to assess the, the situation objectively. If the request is genuinely beyond our capacity or doesn't align with our priorities, it's okay for us to decline. To say no, give it a thumbs down. Set clear boundaries and learn to say no without the excessive guilt. Remind yourself of what your values are, what your priorities are, and move in that direction 100%. Lean into it. Remind the world of why you are valuable. Because remember, they're asking you this because they see value in you and because you have inherent value. You as an individual, inherently valuable, okay? Fourth reason why we might say yes to a thing that we really want to say no to, fear of missing out. Oh, yeah, I'll go to the club because what if this is the the, the night where I, I meet the person of my dreams and my soulmate or this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I might get that that deal. Uh, whatever it is, the fear of missing out, we say yes to it. Even going to college, there are people who uh, don't take that gap year. Some, you know, a lot of students, especially in Europe, they'll take a gap year, but some of them won't because they're like, "Oh, I can't miss a, a year. I have to, I have to stay in school. I have to keep going, or I can't, I can't afford summer. I can't take a summer vacation, or I can't take a um, even a work vacation because of, while I'm while I'm at vacation, everybody else is working." There's that fear of missing out on our opportunities and or experiences. And so we say yes. Even like, you know, I was on a cruise ship with Michelle and her family, and we're stopping at these really cool ports. And there were days where I was like, man, this does look like a beautiful port. I do want to go, but I also feel like I need to stay in and rest, right? So sometimes we just we have to acknowledge how our body feels, what our soul needs, what our mind needs, what do we need to recover 
so that we can keep going in the long term and not just focused on today. So once again, reflecting on your priorities, your values, uh, your moral sensibility, be selective. That's the beauty of life. We can be, hopefully, selective about the commitments that we make and where we want to focus our activities, right? And, and only focusing on those activities that align with our goals and brings us fulfillment. And you can say that, be like, you know, uh, that sounds interesting, really cool, does not align with my goals for right now. And this is the importance of writing your goals out every day so that you're reminded of what your goals are, what your priorities are. So you have that North Star salient, fresh in your brain every day. Because we know from research that for those of us who struggle with our mental health, stress, suicidality, if we've had post-traumatic stress, we had any type of physical or emotional trauma that we have, we don't have the best memories, especially for things that serve us, for things that we love, we value, we cherish. We can become very reactive instead of grounded, present, and responsive, right? So by reminding ourselves on a daily basis, of what our goals are, what our priorities are, what we value, the things that um, we care about on a daily basis, it gives us our North Star so that we can filter out all the things that do not align with that, right? And then the last reason why we might say yes, lack of clear boundaries. And this goes back to what I was saying uh, before of, We have to learn to assess our capacity before committing to anything. So if someone asks you something, you don't have to say yes right away. I think we live in such a, um, you know, I text you, you text me right back. If you don't text me right back, then, uh, you know, what's going on? Something's wrong. That's not um, how life works. If someone is asking of your time, your energy, your resources, then you have every right to say, you know what, let me think about that for 72 hours or uh, give me seven days or whatever to come back to that. And and part of that is to give you time to see if this is something that you really want to do because a lot of times we'll say yes in the moment because uh, of the emotions involved. We'll just automatically uh, feel flooded with uh, excitement or fear or anxiety of like, oh, I should say yes. What if I don't say yes? This person is asking for me. This person is asking me. Uh, this opportunity could disappear. Um, so that we can get distance between that emotional reactive response and actually use our prefrontal cortex and think objectively about what this will really entail. Because any project... And, and you notice if you own a home, if you've written a book, if you've done any project, always takes 10 times more than what we're expecting. Like if someone's like, hey, can we chat for two minutes? Two minutes means 10 minutes. If someone says, 
oh, yeah, I can do these repairs for $1,000. That's $10,000 automatically. 10x everything. But what happens is in the moment when someone is asking, we, we, don't, we don't do the multiplication. We just take things at face value. Oh, you just need to talk to me for three minutes? Yeah, I got three minutes. They, don't, they need 20 minutes. 10x everything, okay? So when you say, hey, I'm interested, let me uh, think about it, get back to me in three days. And also, this is a way of making sure that they're serious about what they're asking you to do. Because a lot of times, people will just um, ask you to do things and not even consider um, your, your resources and, and your time and your energy and what you have going on in your life. And, and, um, and so this gives them time to make sure that they're serious about needing you and wanting you if they follow up. And that's what I always say. I say, follow up with me, not, hey, let me get, I never say, let me get back to you. If someone's asking me for something that I'm kind of 50-50 on, I say, follow up with me in three days, and then uh, we can talk about it. And, and then that lets me know that they're serious, because in three days, if they forget, then they're not serious. If they, if they hit me back five days later, I go, oh, well, you're not serious, and then I know to say no. But if you hit me back in three days, I go, okay, cool. Um, or the other thing that I'll do, the other thing that I'll do is someone asks me for something, I will test them. I will give them an assignment or a homework thing. I go, hey, um, before I do that, I'm going to need you to do this, right? So uh, going back to the mentorship, it's like, yeah, I, before I mentor you, I'm going to need you to read this book or do this homework assignment just to see if this person is actually coachable or to see if there's somebody that I can work with. So you can do that yourself. Instead of just giving out yeses, say, um, well, let me test you out. Let me see how serious you are about working with me. And, and so you have to make that, and you have to make them work a little bit to get into your, uh, your good graces and, and to be able to utilize your you to be able to utilize you as a resource so i hope that um you know the, the main takeaway is when we say yes to things that we want to say no to it can compromise our physical emotional mental social spiritual and and i and financial health if you need help with saying no or, or saying yes, or setting boundaries, or recognizing your limitations, or communicating, then go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one -on -one coaching with yours truly. If you can take seven seconds and share this episode with one other person, one other person, that's it, one other person that you feel like struggles with saying yes to things that they should say no to, or just setting boundaries or, 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 or acknowledging their limitations. Share it with one other person. And then share with them, like, which one is, is your reason why? Like, do you typically say yes because of a fear of disapproval? Is it that you feel guilty? Is it a fear of missing out? Like, be a little vulnerable in that share also. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the family. There are uh, over 500 episodes for you to check out and, and go through. Um, 
If you have been listening for a while, I appreciate you continually showing up. And remember, if you have questions or topics that you'd love for me to talk about, please email me at leoflowers2000 at gmail.com. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the 800 numbers listed in all the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.